I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another all-season edition here at the Houdat Discussion. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata. And another kind of, kind of, there is some news here for the Saints. I mean, no signings this week, but I think the second wave of free agency will go slow. But little by little, these guys will fall off the board. Adrian Claiborne, he is gone now and he's going to go to the Browns. Again, a guy I wanted. The Saints don't end up getting him. He only gets two years, six million. Another thing the Saints could have got, but again, I, I, I do think that the Saints, will they go out and get another move? It's questionable. I do think it's questionable. And if they do, I would love to see that happen, and I do think they should make that number one move. Will it happen? I don't know. And they're obviously very confident in the guys they have. They're confident in their in their former draft picks. They're confident in the depth they have already. And maybe I'm not so confident, or not that I'm not so confident, because the Saints, if they went out and got a Kenneth Murray, if they got a Patrick Queen, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad. I mean, I'd be very, very happy. I mean, I think those players can be plug-and-play starters. But I would love to see Bradham or another linebacker. I think Bradham's really one of the only left here. Um, to see him at least now you have a starter, and then yeah, if your best available right now is Kenneth Murray, then so be it. But at least you're not pigeonholed into picking him, and I do think that's something the Saints should definitely look at and try to get more free agency but there is some more news a lot of talk about quarterbacks this week as Sean Payton he got better from the coronavirus he's cured and everything that's really great and I'm really happy that he's feeling better and that's obviously really good he's been all the talk shows that's really I mean it's great to see and he's obviously been talking about the Saints and he's been making news news about Drew Brees news about Taysom Hill news about someone the Saints may be looking into they had a virtual meeting with Jordan Love quarterback from Utah State. We'll kind of see what happens here, but that's going to be the main talk of the episode as I just want to get right into it here with our first headline is that Sean Payton said on Get Up on ESPN, he said the Saints will add a third QB. He just went out and said it, <laughs> and he said it's we do. Obviously, Drew Brees is our starter, and we love what Taysom Hill can do as a quarterback, but we also want him to do all the other stuff, and unless we have a third quarterback, we can't, we, we can't do that with Taysom. So they said they're going to add th- third QB either through veteran or or through the draft, he said it's obviously a matter of fit and all that things, and they should be ready to play. Probably like a Teddy Bridgewater type is what he's kind of looking at, as just last year it happened, and they had some issues um, with Bree staying healthy, so I don't think it will happen again, but you do want to have someone that's ready to go there. Probably won't be as good as Teddy, but maybe. I mean, look, if let's just say that Bree did get hurt for um, five games, I think Taysom would go in and start. Unless they got, I don't even know if they would start Jordan Love. That would be interesting. Be interesting conversation to have, but um, is Jordan Love going to be that third quarterback is something I think the Saints look at into. I mean, if having a virtual meeting with him is obviously a big step. Now, some people say the Saints don't have a lot of interest in him. Um, I think a few people from The Athletic is saying that there may not be a lot of interest there, but they did have a meeting, and um, Love is very talented. People actually compare him to Mahomes, excuse me there. 
he's got the arm talent. Like, I mean, it's funny because a lot of these um, big experts in the NFL, they're all looking for the next Lamar Jackson, and no one's looking for the next Patrick Mahomes, which to me is really interesting as he's the Super Bowl MVP. He had a great year, and he was the MVP two years ago. And I think Jordan Love could be that next gunslinger, that type player, that kind of like the Patrick Mahomes with a big arm. Now, that could backfire on you, but I do think he is all the intangibles to happen. Again, he's got the arm. He's can run. He's mobile. He's all the things that especially Sean Payton would want. I think he'd be a perfect fit for the Saints. But here's the thing. He does have a few downsides. He's more of that gunslinger. He's going to take shots, and that could come out to, ba- to haunt you. I think sitting behind Drew Brees for a year would help a ton. And I do think that he's definitely rough around the edges, but with Drew Brees, with Sean Payton, they can help him out in a big way. And again, he he's that's, this year, he had a, just no weapons, and he didn't have to trust to throw those deep balls. 2018, he did. I think that's really interesting. Um, just looking at his strengths here on NFL.com, they said you know he's got the swagger, got the arm talent, could attack the field, attack the middle of the field, attack the side. He could do... All, Basically, his arm allows him to do all of that. He just got to be able to do it. Natural thrower, stays in the pocket. Again, I love to see that. And I, I do think that he's kind of a lot like Patrick Mahomes in some ways. He does have some weaknesses as consistency is a big issue. But I do think that was a lot because of his uh, weapons around him. He didn't really have any. And um, again, he is rough, rough around the edges. He had a lot of games with multiple interceptions. I mean, his decision making could be better. I mean, especially in the NFL, you're going to get those high um, high coverages and a lot of different coverages, high high tech coverages and all that stuff. And he, he wasn't as good at those. But I feel like over time, that's going to get better, especially when you Sean Payton and Drew Brees there to help him. It's one to two years. And it's very, very interesting. But, I mean, that's all great. And you would love to see the Saints get him. And I do think that he could be a player that, for the Saints' future, he just looks like a guy they can come in and get. And, again, I, I think he does need some reps as a second team. I think he does. But the Saints are in that perfect situation. I mean, let's just say we're in next year's draft. Yeah, I would like a guy more like a Justin Herbert. If I was going to come in and start right away or within the season or something like that, I'd rather see that more than um, a, a guy like Love or like Mahomes was where you have to sit back and watch a year. But we're in that situation where he could sit back and watch one to two years, and it could be a really good situation for Love. And I do think that the Saints are looking for a quarterback that's not going to cost much. You just look at the moves they've been making this offseason. They are banking on two things, and really they're banking on a big cap increase in the next two years, which will happen because of the new NFLPA um, CBA. And then also he's going to be looking for a young QB because you can't have $25 million on the, b- the board for a QB if you're going to pay everyone else. And then you're hoping that those five years, you, you get a QB that's really good, and then your window just went from um, four years with Drew Brees, or whatever, five years with Drew Brees, as it was. I mean, three of those years has passed, and we have one to two more years with him. And then you just double it if you if you get that QB in there. Look what the Chiefs did. Look what the Packers did. And it worked for them. They won Super Bowls because of it. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that um, pans out. I would love to see the Saints draft QB. I told you guys the Saints should get a QB. And it's going to be interesting to see. We'll see if maybe they'll get a mid-round QB. It's just all interesting. But right now, you got to take the linebacker because right now you have a shot to win with Drew Brees and you have a great roster with Drew Brees with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. you got to take that chance. And you got to go in. And right now, you got to patch up anything you could. And right now, linebacker is the biggest issue. So if the Saints, to me, if they're 100% serious about winning the Super Bowl this year, you go out and make these little moves. And yeah, they're not... And I'm not saying they're not serious about winning and obviously they are and they've made the moves they made the big moves but 
instead of making all, because look, last year to me, not everything went right. And they still ended up in the playoffs. They still ended up 13-3. and I think everyone can think that. I think 2018, everything was kind of going their way. Ended up not going their way in a big way in the NFC Championship game. 2017, I think it was just kind of that momentum started. And I think a lot of things were going their way as well. 2020, we'll see. And I think it's just interesting because you don't know. You may have another 2019 where guys get hurt and your, your depth is tested. And the Saints... I mean, they were, right now, they have less depth. Now, look, the Saints could go into the season right now. Let's say they pick Jordan Love, let's say, in the third round. They got a wide receiver, let's just say. And they, and they can go in, and let's just say they added, like, a linebacker that's not ready to start, but it's a depth-type player. Let's look at, like, a Manti Teo, someone like that. You can go into the season, and it would be a solid group of Alonzo, and then you have Anzalone, and then Davis. Great group. Great group. For, I mean, not great, but good group. <laughs> solid group. And I'd be fine. But one of those guys are going to get hurt. And then Manti Teo is going to come in. And then people are going to rag on him. And then I'm going to point back to like, well, we could have had Bradham. Well, we could have had someone in the draft. Now, they may never get hurt. And you may have a really good team. And then you're set up with Jordan Love in the future. And it's all good. But I would just, it's not going to be, you're not talking about these big investments. They're small investments, but they can help your depth in a big way. So I just don't understand why. You can make a move. Now, right now, the Saints are around $10 million in cap, and that's before the Emmanuel Sanders. Now, Sanders is probably going to cost, I think, $2 million, people are saying, two and, two and change. So you're right around $8, million, $7.5 And then you're going to have then $3 million, $4 million for draft picks. But the Saints don't have as many draft picks, so they get helped in that. So they won't be paying that $6 million for draft picks that some teams pay. So the Saints will be helped in that in that realm. So now you're kind of in that $5 million range. Now, first of all, you can go out and sign a player for $3 million, and they could have done that with Claiborne. I bet there were many other guys that they could have done that for. So again, that's kind of that's pretty interesting when looking at it, and I, I do think they should have. I mean, if I, if I was the Saints, I would have um, got that extra extra player. And But I understand why they didn't, because one, they think they have a lot of defensive line help, and two, they want to have some money midseason to make a trade, to make a signing like they did with Janoris and Swearinger and all those guys. But to me, and I, and I think the Saints, they, they could just extend one more guy. It's just one more, and then you can open up, I mean, you can open up so many possibilities. Because let's just say you extended Walford, and now you brought his $12 million cap down to $5 million. You added $7 extra million, now you're going to be up to fifteen. With 15 million, and now you take that three out, you're really down to 12 million. You can sign guys. You can probably sign three guys with 7 million, and then you could have that extra 5 million. You still have that wiggle room. That's what I'm saying. And then, yeah, they don't have to be. You're not looking for the next, I mean, Michael Thomas here. You could just be signing. Um, I think Bradham would be around 4 or 5 million. That's probably a lot of it. And then you could sign one more guy. I think you could sign a cornerback. I think you could sign, maybe you sign. Um, Denard or something like that. It's interesting to see what happens. Now, Drake Kirkpatrick is out there. You could see now, I would like to see them re-sign PJ uh, Williams, someone like that. And, and I think that would help. And then you could have those two guys, and then you're looking really good. And then line, you could kind of live with, because it's just as good as it was last year. And it was very good last year to me until... You, and they didn't play bad in the playoff game. I don't want to put like the defense play bad in uh, certain points. I, I just felt like at some points they could have got more pressure, and I think they got hurt in some ways like that. But that was also because Davenport went down to injury. If Davenport stays healthy, you're going to have a very good uh, DN to go along with um, Cameron Jordan, which you want. But it's just interesting how the Saints aren't doing that. And I know this is kind of getting to a little rant, but 
I mean, yes, I know they're going all in, and you've made all in moves. You got Emmanuel Sanders, you got Malcolm Jenkins to come back, and I think the Saints did get better, but they left the hole at linebacker, and they tried to. I mean, they, they were definitely connected with linebackers, and they just stopped. Are they going to get one in the draft? But then you really can't get Jordan Love, which then you're kind of hurting your future a little bit. It's kind of a give and take. Do you want to go 11 and 5 this year, not win a Super Bowl, but get Jordan Love? Or do you want to go all the way and. It's a lot of give and take. And yeah, I think the Saints team right now could win a title. But will it? It's just very interesting. Now, maybe some other guys step up. Maybe you see Caden Ellis take a big step forward. That could happen. I'm not saying that that can happen. But you you want to mitigate as many ifs as possible. And I don't know if the Saints are doing that. But just very, very interesting. And it brings up, especially if the Saints are going to get love, it just brings up a lot of points. And that means he's your QB of the future. What does that mean about Taysom Hill? So he's been doing all that. But we're going to get into some Taysom Hill, what this means for Taysom Hill. And then also, is this going to be Drew Brees' final year? Sean Payton did say something about it on GetUp and then clarified it um, today in a teleconference. We're going to get right back to you guys on that. After this quick break, you are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion. And now we're going to talk a little about Taysom Hill and what a potential draft of the quarterback this year would mean for Taysom. And then also we're going to talk about, is this going to be Drew Brees' final season? All that to come. So let, but first, let's just get into Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, now he's got this um, one-year tender. Four million right now, first-round tender of the Saints. To me, I don't know what's going to come first, the draft or his new deal. Because you'll see, if the Saints just don't sign him to a new deal and they get Jordan Love, we all know exactly what the Saints think about Taysom Hill. And Sean Payton can say whatever he wants. There's no getting out of that. <laughs> the Saints obviously think of Taysom Hill as only a gadget player, and they're going to go forward with Love, which I think would be the right move. And then you could either sign Taysom Hill to a gadget player type deal, or you let Hill walk and try to be a quarterback. And, and I don't think that Taysom Hill is that important to the Saints offense to give him a big contract to be a wide receiver or any of that. So you're going to give him a gadget player type deal? No, that's not a bad deal. I think he can get 4 or $5 million a year. But as a quarterback, obviously, a starting quarterback, you can get a lot more. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be hurt if he went out and signed somewhere else for a lot of money. I don't know if some team will give him that money. It's very, very interesting. But if we see the Saints give him a deal, and it doesn't have to be to me, this, I mean, three years, $16 million deal or something like that, or even, you know, like a, like a two-year deal for like $30 million or $40 million. I, I think if you gave him like a three-year, $20 million deal or like 
three years, 30 million, maybe three years, 30, maybe even like three years, 30 million, they're like, the Saints probably think that he's going to be the quarterback. And obviously, if they don't sign Love, you're kind of like, we got Taysom. And that's not, again, I don't think it's a bad thing to bring in Taysom as your starter. I'd just rather get a, get a quarterback in the draft. I'm not Sean Payton. I'm not Mickey Loomis. I trust them a lot better. So, again, it's just something, my opinion, and we don't know their opinion yet. So, it's just very interesting to see those two ebb and flow. But, again, that, that's what I'm thinking right now. It's going to be valuable to see two things. Do the Saints sign him to a long-term contract? What is that long-term contract? And then also, obviously, what they do in the draft. It's going to be all interesting, and I think that the contract will come before. And that could also help the Saints cap room as well. And very, very, and that's very, very interesting. I think before the draft, he has to sign that tender. I believe it's sometime in April, but it's before the draft. So, again, that is very interesting. And also, just one quick note before we get into is this Drew Brees' final year. The Saints will be holding their draft in the Dixie Brewery in New Orleans now instead of, obviously, in Las Vegas. Very interesting. Very orthodox moves there. And I mean that's I mean that's um, great. I think the Saints are still um, are obviously getting their plans together early, month before, and it's gonna be interesting to see where we are if this draft happens. It's gonna be. It seems like it is, and you know I don't think that the NFL would just cancel it two weeks before. Like I feel like at this point you're doing the work on the players already, and it's probably a ton more work you're gonna have to do because you can't meet them in person. I mean the pro days are gonna be a lot different. It's just very, very different. So I feel like if you didn't cancel it at this point or push it back by this point, you probably won't. That's just my that's just my opinion on it. And it's going to be an, it's going to be for an interesting draft because you may see a lot of surprises or maybe you won't see as many surprises just because now teams are going to take their more conventional picks. They didn't meet these guys in person. They didn't see their pro days in person. It's a lot of interesting stuff there, but that's also kind of an interesting note. It's good the Saints have the plan. I think the Saints with their... Um, front office being together for so long. Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, they're being together. They've been together for so long. I mean, ten plus years. I mean, thirteen, fourteen plus years. Um, that that stuff is going to be worked out, and the communication stuff. To me, I'm not worried about the Saints, and I think the Saints could actually capitalize on this because other teams, especially let's say you had a new coach and a new GM. This is, I mean, this is not a normal draft process. So it's just interesting to look at all of that. But maybe the Saints capitalize off it. Very, very interesting there. And now here to probably the biggest news of the week as yesterday, Sean Payton on ESPN's Get Up said this is going to be Drew Brees. He didn't say it was going to be Drew Brees' final season, but he just alluded to it. And he was like, oh, and th- th- this is going to be, he didn't say like Brees is going to be final season. He was like, oh, in this, in Brees' final season or something like that. It was kind of in passing. It wasn't like, um, it, it wasn't like he said, this is Brees' final season. Like I've heard from Brees himself. He just said it in passing. And it was just very interesting. And then he came on today in a teleconference with the local reporters. And he said, I was stupid because this is not Drew Brees' last year. I have no clue what he's going to do after this year. It's very, very interesting. And I think that what the Saints are doing now, maybe this doesn't really matter for one to two. If we're talking about one or two years, it's probably not a big deal. But I, I think the Saints are planning that this is Brees' last year. Because they're making moves to free up cap this year to make moves. And I don't think that's... like. I'm questioning that the Saints will not make a move, but I was also questioning the Saints would add a receiver at a certain point. I think the Saints like to wait out the markets, and I think they're going to completely wait out these markets until they can get very low prices and they can add maybe a lot of players. Maybe they're running that route. It's going to be interesting, and they're known for making those post-draft signings, those just-before-the-draft signings, those trades. They always do it. So to me, I'm not really worried about that, but 
I think it's just interesting um, to, to see all these moves. And they're trying to create as much cap space for this year. Even Drewby's like, I wanted to create as much cap space for this year. And then they're just backloading these contracts. And what does that mean? Well, that means that they're going to probably have a young QB, whether that be, or at least a Taysom Hill. That's not going to cost a lot. So you don't have to bank on a quarterback costing that $35 million or whatever, $25, $30 million, whatever it is. They don't have to kind of worry about that, so they could backload those contracts. And you see a lot of teams do this with young QBs, and they can build around guys, and obviously you're looking at all these Super Bowls. Besides the Patriots, it's usually young QBs who win. That's why. Maybe now Drew Brees not being paid. I think he's actually under because there was an interesting stat a few years ago that no team has... Um, won the Super Bowl with their quarterback having more than like 15%. Well, the Saints are finally under that with Drew Brees because he's just because the cap has grown, even though his um, numbers kind of stayed stagnant because just inflation and all that stuff. So now the Saints are kind of under that mark. It's So they've been able to kind of work the cap. And it's just very, very interesting. And um, I think the Saints are more pushing for this is Brees' final year. And that's just kind of what I'm thinking. Now, maybe Brees is going to come back for two years. Maybe this doesn't matter. Maybe the Saints are like, well, if it's one year, then we're paying him this much, and we're already paying him the dead cap number for next year anyways, which whatever it would be. So for us, I mean, it's one, two years for Breeze, it doesn't matter. We're kind of looking at that third year as um, we're really looking to backload those contracts. So it's kind of interesting to see what they're trying to do there. Obviously, they're also banking on the cap to go way up next year, which it will, in my opinion. So all that stuff really interesting. If this is Breeze's final year, and maybe, I think if I was Breeze, I'd tell them. I wouldn't say, you don't tell anybody on this team, and you don't tell anybody in the media. Tell maybe just Sean Payton. Hopefully Sean Payton doesn't do something like that. <laughs> but whatever, you tell maybe Mickey Lewis or someone, and just like, look, this is going to be my final year. Make this team really good. And maybe he's already done that, and maybe through his cap hits, he's kind of seen that, but... I would like to see this team get better through free agency, just one or two moves, and they're not big moves, and I know I'm nitpicking, but nit- nitpicking was championships at the end of the day, and I-, I know that you can be as good, and then just things don't go your way. Happens to the Saints a lot, but you want to make that bar for that stuff to happen as little as possible, and you do that by having so much depth, and the Saints do have a lot of depth, and they do have a good team, but you can get even better with it, with just little moves, and they're not... These big signings, they're just guys that can plug and play. If you can get a starter, if you can get a Nigel Bradham for $4 million, $5 million, you just, you like, you're the winner. I mean, it's the whole thing. If you can get a starter for such little money and make a big contribution, you won. And if he doesn't make a big contribution, it's not that big of a deal. It's these low-risk, high-reward deals that win teams games, they win teams Super Bowls. It's just something to look at, in my opinion. And again... We'll see what the Saints do, but I do think that they should sign someone and they, to, to at least give them depth. That's just my opinion on it, but um, I think that is going to wrap up our talk about Drew Brees' final year. If this is his final year, I would like to see the Saints have the best team around him ever. That's just my opinion, and at least, you know, when looking back on it, even if the Saints don't win it and they don't win the Super Bowl this year, it's like they make the playoffs and they lose in the second round again, at least they can look back on it and be like, well, we gave it our best shot. And it just didn't turn out. But to me, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how the draft turns out. And we'll see how this offseason turns out. It's not over. But th- to me, this is pulling it. Like, if, if you wanted to win this championship and you wanted to go all for it, 
And to me, I think the Saints are at like 100% right now. Yeah, they did the moves they were supposed to. They're at 100%. They did, to me, if I was going into a regular offseason, yeah, this is 100%. This is a good offseason. Solid. You brought you brought in two two positions you upgraded in and you filled those positions nicely. You were able to re-sign a lot of your players that were in free agency, which is very vital. All great stuff. But to get to that 150%, get to that 200%, these little moves would help, especially for me in a big way. But again, just one more quick thing here. Um, just the Playoff format did pass. It will be happening this year. So now there will be three games on Wild Card Weekend, which is pretty interesting. So, again, you know my opinion on that. I'm not very keen on that. but And I think that's another reason why you want to go all in right now. Because you do not... You want to be as ready as possible to be in that bye. Because that bye is probably going to be the Super Bowl winner. You know, we'll look at those two teams in December and see... Well, let's say the Chiefs and the Saints are in there. And those are probably going to be your two Super Bowl teams. That's just my opinion on it. I don't know what you guys think. Definitely tell me. Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Definitely tweet me on there about your opinions on all the Saints offseason. Um, we'll definitely want to talk to you guys, want to tweet you guys back and all that fun stuff. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up the podcast. If you haven't um, been tweeting us on all these sites, tweet t- tweeting, Instagram, all that fun stuff, um, but you don't know our accounts, on Twitter, we are at the this. On Instagram, we are at Discussion. And my personal account on Twitter is at Andrew Galata. Definitely check me out on all of those sites. And then also, you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. That means Spotify. That means Google Play. That means iTunes. So definitely look out for more podcasts on those sites. Also, I want to start more YouTube content. We're just getting slowly to it. Um, Because this week is more of scheduling out what we're going to be doing through the rest of this quarantine, how often we'll be on. Because it seems like you guys don't want to do just like an MLB and uh, basketball, you want to do all Saints, and obviously I understand that. So we're going to put out some more Saints content. It's not going to be, because obviously there's not that much. It's going to be a lot of history, a lot of, like, what-ifs. I hope you guys like that segment um, that we did a few weeks, a few few episodes ago. I'm sorry. Or last episode, I should say. Um, So uh, if you guys like that, definitely um, I'll do more of that stuff. I'm trying, I'm going to be watching through all these Saints teams to see which one do I like that do a ranking of all the Drew Brees, Sean Payton teams. That'll be a really fun thing. I'm hoping that in the next two weeks I'll get that up, but I'm just planning to get hopefully three episodes out a week. I think that's going to be, probably going to be what we're going to do. Maybe two on the two on the Saints, one on the NFL, something like that. Um, but that's kind of what I'm looking at. But uh, again, hope you guys enjoyed it. A lot of talk about these quarterbacks. This quarterback is the most important position, so it's kind of interesting. I think this is kind of like one of the first quarter, one of the first episodes that I've done just about like a quarterback position. Just very interesting that stuff. And also next week, I want to just like do a recap of free agency, like a full on recap, give grades. And I, I know I did it vaguely, but I want to give actual grades and all that stuff just to give another weekend for the Saints maybe to make a move or two. But definitely look look out for that next week. And then also film studies, all that stuff. We're gonna be hoping to get those out in the next few weeks as well so be on the lookout on those on youtube on youtube we are at the hoodat discussion subscribe hit that like button we haven't put out a lot of content of late but we're going to try to hope to get more content churning out there and i hope to um hope you guys watch it and definitely because um that stuff's a little more work to put into and i I would love to see you guys um comment on the film studies if you guys like the film studies definitely want to hear all of that stuff but with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back, and who dat?